And you're listening to J Sports Radio on WRSE 88.7. Happy Thursday, Elmhurst. Getting into Super Bowl weekend coming up. Yeah. I'm your host, Dawson, here with my co-host, Ryan. How are we doing tonight, Ryan? I'm doing pretty good. How are we doing today? Doing good. Doing good. Um, like I said, Super Bowl week and Super Bowl weekend coming up. Um, pretty big Super Bowl. I'm only watching for the commercials. You're only watching for the I'm commercials? I'm only watching for the commercials. Oh, definitely wasn't talking about Brock Purdy winning Super Bowl MVP nah, last week. He will, though. Yeah? Okay. I'm um, just spoiling my prediction. Okay, we'll get we'll get to predictions and, I'm only and watching all for that. Usher. For Usher? That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, you're excited for Usher, aren't you? Are you not? I am. I'm very excited I'm for very Usher. I'm very excited for Usher. I'm gonna know every song. I had some very excited for Usher. You know every song, huh? Every single song by Usher. Okay, well I'll have some I'll have some uh little little bets, prop bets for you that for you to give me some picks on about Usher in a little bit. Um but on today's show, like I mentioned earlier, uh we're gonna start with the Super Bowl. Um, a little bit later, going to get into some bulls and kind of a disappointing NBA trade deadline um, yet again for the bulls. Yeah. Um, and then um, some White Sox news. A couple of trades last weekend and, um, you know, a new, the official renderings and, uh, you know, uh, renderings for the new stadium got put out today or yesterday. Yeah. So we'll talk about that for a little bit. And we also have NFL awards tonight, so we'll have those and announce those as they come out to us. Um, also, have some Hall of Fame announcements later tonight as well um, with NFL awards. Um, but let's just jump straight in to the Super Bowl this weekend: um, Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas or the San Francisco 49ers. Um, First Super Bowl in Las Vegas. It's going to be a pretty good one. What are you saying, Ryan? I think it's going to be pretty good. I actually heard. Did you hear about the practice fields? I did. That's For the 49ers, they're complaining about it. Come but on now. Oh, man. They put the Chiefs in the Raiders practice facility, and they yeah. put the Niners. Where they put the Niners? Uh, University of Las Vegas. What are we doing here? Why did why the Raiders get the NFL practice facility and the 49ers don't? I don't know. I think they're kind of just crying about it. To be honest with you, okay. I do understand it is outside and the Chiefs are practicing inside. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking. I think they're making it a bigger deal than it, you know, actually is. But I mean, we'll see. We saw the, how the field last year was for the Super Bowl. None of the players could get good traction on it. They were slipping and sliding was all it over. Last year? Uh, Arizona. Uh, so we'll see about this. We'll see about this year. Um, how that how the field and how that affects anything, but some some main storylines uh, going into this Super Bowl. Um, we'll start with Patrick Mahomes. Um, this is his fourth Super Bowl and I believe his sixth year of starting, which is it's decent, very impressive, it's and okay. he's going for his third ring. Third ring. Um, so if he does win the Super Bowl this year. Patrick Mahomes will join Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, Troy Aikman, and Joe Montana to win at least three Super Bowls. And he's not even 29 yet. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, in the NFL, you consider a, a prime for a quarterback to be their, 
you know, late 20s, early 30s, and he's just entering that. It's yeah. very impressive. And to be in only his sixth year starting in the NFL. That is crazy. Only sixth year, too. Yeah. yeah. It's his seventh <clears throat> year overall, but his sixth year starting. Um, you know, he's just been very impressive. Very yeah. impressive. One, I mean, if he wins this wins the Super Bowl. I read those names out to you. Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, Troy Aikman, and Montana, the only quarterbacks to win um, at least three. Yeah. You know, that's a impressive list to join. It, it, it puts him in a GOAT conversation for sure. Now, the main question that, is, will Brock Purdy join that list one day? That's the big question. Personally, I think so. Yeah. If, yeah. you know, he keeps CMC, Debo Samuel... George Kittle, I think he can his, do it. his entire all-pro team around him. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. Sure. He, he has a chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's going to Super Bowl MVP, and then I want to hear it. 49ers yeah. got to the Super Bowl a couple years ago with Jimmy Garoppolo, so. Okay, well, Jimmy Garoppolo was an MVP candidate. Brock Purdy is an MVP candidate. He is a finalist. I Candidate. You can have, you can have finalists. He's not that great. We'll wow. see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, another storyline entering this weekend. Andy Reid. Um, kind of a, another legacy game um, for Andy Reid. Uh, he can join Bill Belichick, Chuck Knoll, Bill Walsh, and Joe Gibbs to have at least win the Super Bowl three times. Uh, that's another very impressive list of you know head coaches, some of the greatest head coaches of all time. Um, especially, you know, Bill Belichick, Bill Walsh. Um, he can also join Belichick, Noel, Don Shula, Jimmy Johnson, Mike Shanahan, and Vince Lombardi as the only coaches to win Super Bowls in back-to-back seasons. Um, that's, you know, one of the hardest things to do in sports, especially in the NFL is win back-to-back, back-to-back Super Bowls. That is. Um, I can't remember the last time it happened, but it's been a while. It's been a while. I was at last Patriots team and Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah. Was it, was it the Patriots? Yeah. I can't remember what year it was. It was, like, just the start of um, Tom Brady and Belichick's run. It was towards oh. the beginning of his career. Um, but, you know, I mean, this is a, a legacy game, really, for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. A lot of people were talking um, going into the season, will Andy Reid retire after this year? And it's... It's still a question. I mean, he's getting up there at age. So, I mean, if if Andy Reid was to retire, he he would probably retire on a high note and win in the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. Um, But, you know, another legacy game there. Let's talk about the Chiefs' defense a little bit. Um, Best best defense for the Chiefs Patrick Mahomes has has ever had, really. Um, This postseason so far, they've held – Teams the thirteen point seven points per game, and they've gone into some tough places and played some really good offenses. Um, look what they did in the AFC Championship game against Baltimore. Completely shut. They did. That probably, was... Most likely MVP Lamar Jackson shut down Josh Allen and the Bills. Yeah. And they were in Buffalo and in Baltimore respectively for both of those games. So it's 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 very impressive what the Chiefs defense and Steve Spagnuolo has been able to do. It has been, yes. So it's, I mean, all pro, all pro defense all over. You know, Chris Jones. Chris Jones, he might not be there next year, though. You never know. You never know. He's on that one-year deal. He is on that one-year deal. And if he does not get his money, he, ooh. Yes. He will leave. 
Oh, 100. Yes. percent He didn't even come in until what? It was game three or four this year. Because mm-hmm, he didn't even, he right. Hold it out. He was holding out. So we'll see. Um, and go. Let's go into the 49ers offense, which this Steve Spagnuolo defense is gonna have to have to stop. Um, to Brock Purdy's credit, and I'll give him credit for this. Wow, that's the um, first the time. The 49ers are the second best offense in the NFL during the regular season. Um, they averaged 398.4 yards and 28.9 points per game. Yeah. Uh, they were only behind the Dolphins in both of those statistics. So, And we saw what the Chiefs did to the Dolphins earlier in, in the playoffs as well. Yeah, because the Dolphins are just overrated. Let's just be here. I agree with that. The Dolphins were very, very overrated. Yeah. I mean, very overrated. Yeah. Um, really didn't – they had a losing record against – you know, teams with records above 500. I yeah, think they only had one win. Yeah, one win. Um, and they just beat up on, you know, losing teams. Pretty much. So, I don't know. I think this game really comes down to if the Chiefs defense can hold the 49ers to probably – if they can hold them under 21 points, I think the Chiefs win. Mm, okay. Because I think the 49ers have a defense and can, you know, shut down – this Chiefs offense, um, they were able to do it in 2019, yeah. Um, at least for the first half, and then you know Patrick Mahomes went on that 20 point straight run to to end the game. So, what's your, what's your score prediction for the game? Uh, what's my score prediction? Mine is 24 to 17 Niners. 24 to 17 Niners. Yep. Um, that's a good question. I think it'll be kind of around there. Um, I might do twenty eight twenty one Niners. Okay. Yeah. I I think the Niners are the better team overall. They've they've shown they're the better team throughout the regular season. I mean they've had those they had those couple hiccups um against the Ravens, against the Browns. Um there's another team in there that they lost to. I can't remember who else. But I mean the 49ers really showed they've been the better team all year. Yeah. All so you said year. you said twenty eight points, so that's what, four passing touchdowns for Brock Purdy? Um. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's gonna run two in, so it's only really two. You know, two, two pass touchdowns to over three hundred yards, and then two boom. You know, or like two checkdowns to Christian oh, McCaffrey okay, where he okay, runs sixty okay, yards okay, and scores okay, a touchdown, okay, okay, and it counts okay, it as a receiving you know, touchdown. Some good deep balls. He has. He has the best QBR in the whole league. That's cool. What does that tell you? He's a game manager. Okay. No, Brock Purdy is a pretty good quarterback. If Brock Purdy was on the Bears. This it would be a whole different conversation. Any quarterback on the Bears, if if Brock Purdy had the stats that he had for the 49ers on the Bears, that would be amazing. This would be a different conversation be about the Brock Purdy. Greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, I think that he is. I think <laughs> that would because, be insane. That would be like the. I that would be that would be insane. I think because of the team around Brock Purdy, it it discounts what Brock Purdy was actually able to do. Yeah. And, yes, his numbers are impressive, and, yes, his QBR is impressive. But, I mean, look at the wide receivers and skill players that Kansas City have. I mean, they were league leaders in drops through a good portion of the year this year. Yeah. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, when you have Travis Kelsey. That's true. But Patrick Mahomes did put up numbers where they, like, kind of more lower numbers than what we're used to from Patrick Mahomes, sure. But was still Patrick Mahomes a very good quarterback this year and probably a top five, top definitely a top ten quarterback. Yeah. Um 
I mean, yeah, I it's it's not Brock Purdy's fault that he has complete all pros around his offense. I mean, look at his wide receiver, his running back, his old line. Like, it's not his fault that he has that, but I mean, it does kind of just take away a little bit of what he's been able to do. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's fair, I guess. Um, let's move over to the 49ers, some of their storylines. Um, they're still hunting that, that Super Bowl. Haven't won it in 29 years. Um, have really been one of the league's best teams the past five seasons. They have been. Um, four really playoff have. appearances, two NFC championships. They lost the one last year, so they've been, I believe, the three um, – NFC championships in the last five years. They could have won. They probably would have won last year. Yeah, they lost a lot of key pieces last year. They they didn't Um, have a quarterback. And like I said, like I said last week, but I'll reiterate it again. um, This is a 2019 or 2019-2020 Super Bowl rematch. Um, They did lose to the Chiefs 31-20. Chiefs really went on that. uh, I think it was a 20-point straight run in the second half to win the game a wow. lot of different pieces in this game than last than last year or uh the super bowl before tyreek hill isn't there you know a lot less pieces for patrick mahomes to pass to and i honestly think the 49ers are a better team than they were in 2019 um with their defense and the amount of pieces they have on offense and then you know brock purdy can he become Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Irrelevant to Super Bowl champion? Yes, he can. Can he Can he put it together? Yes, he can. Obviously, my co-host Ryan here thinks thinks he can. He will. It, yeah? Yes, he will. Mr. Irrelevant Super Bowl champion. So how, how do you think the game's going to play out? What do you think is the keys to this game? Uh, keys are keys are not to play it like you got the 49ers just have to play their game. Simply... You have all the weapons. Just play your game. Like, they, the first half against the Lions, the 49ers were not the 49ers. They were, like, terrible. Their, their coverage was terrible. Their dirt, their down coverage was terrible. It was, like, I think there was a couple of three and, like, there was a three and 15 play, and then, and then Jameis Williams got, like, a wide open catch, and then he got a first down. It's just, it was terrible. But in the second half, their defense locked down. They, they ran their offense like they're supposed to. The 49ers just play the, like themselves. They'll be all right. For the Chiefs, the Chiefs have to have, like, I don't want to say near-perfect defense, but, like, they have to have pretty good defense because I don't think they can stop everyone. I just don't think they can stop everyone. I don't think they have enough to stop everyone. That's why I don't think they'll win. But, yeah, Patrick Mahomes has to play a really good game. You obviously need Travis Kelsey to have – he's probably going to have, like – I know it sounds a lot, but he's probably going to have, like, 12 to 15 targets. I I don't think that sounds like a lot at all. I think he's he's, – they're – yeah, their and main Super Bowl offensive game, skill yeah. player. Like, he's gonna have him and Rashi Rice will probably have a lot of targets, at least seventy five percent of the targets. Yeah, I think. he's gonna have a lot. But and I, I, and then you got Contarius Tony. He he's not gonna play. He is gonna play. They acted. They activated him in what Sky Moore. Oh yeah, Sky. That door is Sky Moore this week, so he might play. We'll see. I mean. I, I agree with your point where the 49ers just need to play their game. Just play their game. Simple as that. They, yeah. they just need to, you know, do what they do best, which is to get it in. get It, it really is to get it out of Brock Purdy's hands and into the hands of Debo Samuel, into George Kittle, into 
Ayuk yep. into Christian McCaffrey. It's that's what Brock Purdy needs to do. If he gets caught scrambling and running around in the pocket and throwing interceptions and throwing incompletes on no, third he, down, he's a good he's a good passer out of the pocket. I've right, that's what I'm saying. Like if he if he gets caught scrambling out of the pocket. And like I said, he's throwing interceptions and throwing incomplete passes on big downs. 49ers are going to have a problem. And I think this G- T- this Chiefs defense um, is good enough to be able to do that. Do I think they can be good enough all game? No. I mean, we'll see. I don't think we'll so. We'll see. They, I mean, if it wasn't for the – honestly, I think if it wasn't for the refs, the AFC Championship game – was a little bit closer than it played out to be, yeah. especially with those penalties late from from Zay Flowers and you know a lot of un, not a lot of fouls not called on the Chiefs for unsportsmanlike. But you know we'll see we'll see what happens. I I think the 49ers can pull it off if Brock Purdy can do what he's done most of the season and give it to CMC and give it to Ayuk and they can make big plays. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Because this game really is going to be about the the big plays. It really is. Um, but we're going to take a quick uh, we're going to take a quick five minute break here. When we come back, uh, we're going to have some Super Bowl tradition um, party prop sheets by the Athletic. We're going to go through and make our predictions for you, and uh, we'll be back at. 825. We'll see you then. And welcome back to J Sports Radio on WRSE 8.7. Here with your host, Dawson. Back also with my co-host, Ryan. And we have some breaking news. Breaking news! (laughs) We have uh, NFL Honors 2024 going on right now. And the first award was just announced. Offensive Rookie of the Year goes to Texans QB CJ Stroud. I think we both um predicted this last week. Yeah. Um it was pretty obvious and he was almost very unanimous in this choice. Um received 48 first place votes out of the 50. Out of the 50 yeah. and uh Rams wide receiver Puka Nakua got the other two first place votes. Yeah. But yeah, CJ Stroud wins offensive rookie of the year. Um, is the first Texans player ever to capture Offensive wow. Rookie of the Year. I mean, he did a very good job. was very underrated in the draft. He did go, I believe it was was a two or three. He went in the top three for sure. Um, was very underrated. Yeah. Defensive play the word Player of the Year just got announced, and you're going to be very surprised to hear who just won it. Let's go. I want, I want you to take a guess. Uh, TJ Watt. It's Miles Garrett. No way. Niles Garrett has won Defensive Player of the Year. We were going through his stats last week. Yep, he won it. And we were kind of looking at his... Looking at his stats. I really didn't think he he had it. I mean, TJ Watt was the NFL sack leader this year. Um, Wow, that's actually shocking. Very. Defensive Player of the Year goes to Cleveland Browns. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. That's that's interesting. Um, um, moment of the year. I don't know. That was an award. 
What was that? Moment of the Year was an award, too. I didn't know that was a thing. CD Lamb won that. I didn't know that was the award either, yeah. to be fair. It wasn't even that good of a moment. It was like a deep pass from Dak Prescott against the Lions. Like a 90-yard touchdown, but like, okay. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, but Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year. Very surprising. Caught me off guard. Yeah. That, that tells you, man. You Everyone thought TJ Watt was a lock, to be honest. I... That's very surprising. I, I, I maybe it's because he got hurt towards the end of the year. Yeah, but I, like, you know what? I don't know. That's that's very odd. I thought T.J. Watt was for sure it. That uh, eleven and six record probably helped a little bit. That too. That too. Um, but we're gonna go into our next topic here. Um, kind of an NFL tradition nowadays, um, but it's party prop sheets. Um, we're looking at the one by The Athletic. Um, so for our first prop of the evening, Ryan, what do you? how long will it take Reba McIntyre to su- sing the Star Spangled Banner? How long is the um, song? What is it? What the, is the time that she has set is 86 and a half seconds. Do how you think she's good? Is she old? She's pretty old. Over. Uh, over? Oh, yeah. You're going to go over. Over. Okay. I... I've been seeing some stuff online. Under? I'm thinking I'm thinking it's gonna be under. Yeah. I'm I think she sings it quick. It's gonna be a quick, you know. Okay. Quick little not putting money banner, on it, you know. Okay. We're not putting money on yeah, it. I'm no, not, we're not. We're just we're just gonna do this for fun and betting whoever, is illegal. And whoever wins, you know, Ryan, we gotta make something up for whoever wins. What do you mean? A little pun a little punishment. Why? Because it's fun. No. <laughs> okay. We won't. Um, for actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm that confident. Let's do it. That you can do better. What? Do better what? Than me in this. This total. So oh. each one we get correct oh. is one point. Each one we get correct oh. is one point. Oh, okay. We're doing that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. I don't. How old is this lady? Uh, I have no idea. Can you re- look it up? Sure. Reba McIntyre. Yeah, Reba McIntyre. Um, Reba McIntyre is 68 years old. Okay, I'm gonna go with the over still. You're gonna go with the over still. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going under. All right. So let's move on to our next one. Um, this is kind of a fun one for you, Ryan. Um, will Taylor Swift be shown yes. on the CBS broadcast yes. during the national anthem? And, uh, yes. You gonna go with yes? Yes. Yeah. You think? I'm yeah. gonna say no. I don't think they show her during the national anthem. I'm thinking they're gonna show, you know, Reba McIntyre. They're gonna show the sidelines, you know. No, they're gonna, they're show, gonna the show her. They're gonna show her. They're just gonna give a little glimpse and then they're gonna cut off. You know what? Okay. That's that's my okay. prediction. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a, another one for you. Um, will the broadcast show? They're in Las Vegas, right? You know, yeah. the strip. They have the strip there. Will the broadcast show a casino floor or sports book during the game? What kind of bets are these? I don't know, man. They're fun bets. Um, what do you think? I think they definitely will. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, okay, I'll say yeah. It is Vegas. Yeah, it's Vegas. I mean, they show it. They show them during you know Raiders games all the time. Why wouldn't they show it during the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's true. You know, they use that that B roll film. You know. Yeah, that is true. That's very, very true. All right. Here. You ready for the next one? I am. Will an image of SpongeBob be shown on CBS broadcast during the game? 
Yes, yeah. yes, you know, it he's will. Doing the, he's doing the Nickelodeon. Yeah, game. there'll be like a little thing in the bottom right or something. They'll be like, "Hey, this is on Nickelodeon. Tune in." Okay, okay, I I agree with that. Yes, there will be. They're gonna they're gonna promote it a little bit. Are I you will, gonna Are you gonna watch the Nickelodeon broadcast? The whole thing. Are you actually? No, I'm, gonna, wa- only- I'm gonna watch the. I'm gonna watch some SpongeBob sing. Um, You're gonna watch the Nickelodeon broadcast. I'm gonna watch SpongeBob the- sing "Sweet Victory" and I'm gonna. Well, whether I listen to Tony Romo or SpongeBob. Honestly, SpongeBob. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna only watch the SpongeBob broadcast. Yeah, that should be cool. <laughs> You're gonna have the the slime for the touchdowns and the field goal. You, hey, in the Super Bowl, yeah, it's just. Alrighty, uh, what's the result of the coin toss gonna be? Heads or tails? Oh, oh my God, um, I'm gonna say tails. You say tails? Yep. Ooh, I don't remember what it was last year. It's a coin. It's a 50, I'm gonna 50 go shot. heads. I'm gonna go heads. I mean, it's a coin. Just to go, just to be different from you. Yeah. Just to be different. We're gonna gonna go on heads. You yeah. know. So. Hopefully we win. Hopefully we win that one. Um, you know, Gronk. Gronk's having his Kick of Destiny 2. I think he makes the it. The FanDuel commercial again this yeah. year. He missed it last year. He, he, I think he, he's practiced a little bit more. You think he's practiced I more? I think he's going to make it. You think he's? You think Gronk. Will make it. You think Robert Gronkowski yes, is, going, he will make is it. going to make it. He will make it. There's no way he misses two years in a row. Come on, I man. Think, I think he misses, man. I don't think he does. I think he misses. No. I think <laughs> he's not a kicker. There's no way he wins. There's no way. Isn't it isn't it just like it's not even like it's not even live either. No, it's live. It is live. Last year it wasn't live. Yeah, it was. What? Mm-hmm. Well it was at a different field though. Wasn't it's a, it? yeah, he was like in the middle of the desert. Yeah, so weird. And then like it. He kicked it and it blew like twenty yards left. Yeah. So I think if it's indoors this year, like he might make it. I think he's gonna make it. But he was like outside in the middle of the desert last year. Weird. It it went like twenty yards left. It was so dumb. Um, we mentioned this a little bit earlier. Um, Usher playing the halftime show. Yeah, yeah, as the first. So we got. Just wait. We got some prop. We got some prop bets for for Usher. Um, will he be wearing sunglasses during his halftime performance? Uh, this man pretty seems to be always wearing sunglasses. I'm going to say yes. I'll say yes, too. You know, I feel like that's that's his look. Yeah. It's going to be it at nighttime. Sunglasses at night. And, in you know, in the dome. Yeah. Of Allegiant Field. He's going to be wearing them. He, he's going to be wearing the sunglasses? He's going to be wearing the sunglasses. All right. Um, what's beyond? Yeah. Which of these songs will be played first during Usher's set list? All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Confessions, part two. Good, good. You don't have to call. You make me wanna. You make me wanna. Yeah. You remind me. OMG. OMG, yeah. My way. DJ got us falling in love. DJ got us falling in love. Scream. Love in this club. Love in this club, a hundred percent. Don't waste my time. My boo, little freak, boo. and without you. Which without one? You, yeah. Which one will be played first? Other than yeah. Other than yeah. Yep. I think it's gonna be DJ Goss falling in love. Yeah. Either that or love in this club. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say DJ Goss falling in love. Okay. All right. 
And then I got another one involving, yeah. When do you think it is going to be played? Um, I think it's going to be... Uh, you think it's going to be played first, last, middle, or not at all? He's definitely going to play it. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's 100%. Um, I'm going to say first. First? You think yeah. it's going to be the first song I think it's going to be plays? the first song. I think... Yeah, I think it's gonna be first. Yeah, because well. yeah. that's his. That's his. Like everyone knows that song. Everyone, yeah. And it's gonna be played. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so dumb. Funny. <laughs> um. All right, now kind of getting into more of the actual football. That wasn't real f- football. We were talking about the halftime show and what song Usher was going to play. Dude, no. that's more important than the game. You're right. That is more important. Let's be real here. But which team will score the first touchdown? Oh, this, uh, is, this is hard to guess. This is I think I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I also think it's going to be the Chiefs. You think it's going to be the Chiefs? Yeah. I just think, I think it's gonna be the Chiefs. their defense first drive gets a stop. Or Patrick Mahomes comes out and first drive just marches on the field and scores a touchdown. Either way, I think they, you know, get that first tutty. I don't think they'll win. No, but they'll get the first tutty. Right. Um, What will be the first penalty flag of the game? Uh, Offensive holding, false start, defensive pass interference, defensive offside, roughing, or other. Wait, read it on again. Uh, offensive holding, false start, defensive pass interference, defensive offsides, r- or roughing, or other. Offsides. You're gonna go. You're gonna go defensive offsides. Yeah. Really. Yeah. A little jumpy, you know what I'm saying? They're like, all right, here we go. Okay. What do you I got? think it's gonna be holding. Okay. Because like. That's, Definitely not roughing the passer. The Chiefs have the ball the, first. It's not going to be <laughs> not going to be that. We all know that. It's not going to be roughing the passer. Uh, we're going to go kind of more rapid fire here. Who will have the longest pass completion? I'm going to go Mahomes. I'm going to go. You're going to go Purdy, aren't you? I'm going to go Rob Purdy. You're going to go Purdy. I'm going to go Rob Purdy, baby. For the longest. Purdy pass. Niners. Purdy Niners. Okay. Uh, who will have, actually, let's go, uh, what is going to be the longest made field goal? Over 46 and a half yards or under 46 and a half yards? Over, over by, over 40, isn't it indoors? It is indoors. Over. You can go over? 46? 46 and a half. Over. You can go over? over. I'm going to go under just to be different from you. Over. The, um, the fact they're playing inside is such going to be a huge factor when they come to that decision. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a... Why are you shaking your head? <laughs> I'm trying to go quick. Uh, God. What will be the last digit in the losing team's final score? So this is kind of football squares right here. What do you think the losing team's last digit going to be? Give me, I need a number zero from nine. Um, ten. Ha, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's funny. Um, seven. Seven? Seven. Okay. Because you said 17 yeah. as your score, right? Yeah. What did I say? I said 21, right? I'm going to go, yeah, so I'm going to go one. Um, couple more. This is the big one. Who will win the game? Niners. 
Ryan's gonna go Niners. I will also. I'm also gonna be rocking with the 49ers as well. Yay! I believe they are favorites. Yay! Yay! As he said, no, it's yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Because <laughs> Usher. Shut up. Good one. All Shut right, up. and then last one, um, kind of a popular one. Yeah. What color of Gatorade will be poured on win the winning coach? Orange. You're gonna go orange. I'm gonna go orange. All right, you're gonna go orange. I'm. You're gonna go purple. I was gonna go blue. Mm. I was gonna go blue. Wow, what a I really. Think, I think blue is gonna be a good shout. Um, but yeah, that, those are gonna be our prop bets. Um, we'll put them on Instagram a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, going into the weekend. Okay. Um, if you wanna break down of what we're picking. Sounds good. Um, it is 8:42. We're gonna take another quick break. When we come back, um, we're gonna have some. Some discussion about what the Bulls did over this NBA trade deadline, the kind of disappointment that they have, oh, um, and then still to come, White Sox trades that they made over last weekend, and the new stadium, and then some more Hall of Fame uh, awards and honors to go through as they are released. Um, we are going to be take a eight minute break. We'll be back at eight fifty. Yay! You listen to J Sports Radio on WRSE eighty eight point seven. And welcome back to WRSE 88.7. You're listening to J Sports Radio with Dawson and Ryan. And we got some more breaking news for you tonight. NFL honors still going on. Um, some more awards announced. Seems uh, as we mentioned, CJ Stroud has won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year. Um, the three-time first uh, team All-Pro and five-time Pro Bowler has now finally won Defensive Player of the Year. Um, Will Anderson, Anderson Jr. wins Defensive Rookie of the Year for the Houston Texans, um, which means they have swept. And then, breaking news, Browns head coach has won Coach of the Year. There's no way. Yes, he has. I am so serious right now. Kevin Stefanski has won his second Coach of the Year. And he has not gone to the Texans head coach. That is amazing. Now, I think it's due to the fact that the Browns had a lot, a lot of injuries and the fact that they had Joe Flacco come off his couch and lead him to 11-6. That, that plays a huge factor in that, them going 11-6 and making it to the playoffs. But that is crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Um, like I was saying, Will Anderson wins Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, third time a Houston Texans player has won Defensive Rookie of the Year, which means the Houston Texans have swept to the Rookie of the Year awards. Um, very good for them. They have a very good three. Oh, Coach of the Year. I agree. I think I think he should have been um, should have been picked for that. He's the 13th head coach to win two Coach of the Year awards in history of the NFL. That's yeah, that's crazy. That's I don't understand how he how Kevin Stefanski. It was close. It was what oh. wins? Oh, he won more first place votes. He had one more first place vote. Who had who was second? D'Amico Ryan. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's. He won. They were tied in total votes, but he had one more first place vote. That's why he won. Wild. Um, well, that's the second coach of the year where the Browns have won. Um, they also won assistant coach of the year with their defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz. 
I think that's crazy that Kevin Stefanski has has won has won that award um, personally. Um, wow. But today was the NBA trade deadline. deadline. One of the worst ones in recent history. Yeah. That was pretty bad. Not in just general the Bulls. It just overall it's just very boring. So speaking of the Bulls, they are playing right now. Currently down um, 93-92. Seven, about seven minutes left seven in the fourth quarter. Ryan facing, just mentioned it. They're yeah. down 1-93-92 to a away team. to Memphis. To a G um, do you want to talk about this game for a little bit, Ryan? Uh, yeah, no. Um, we're shooting well, about 50%, but we have 12 turnovers, and that it does not help. The Grizzlies obviously have nothing to lose. They're playing with just free now, and the Bulls are just they're playing too tight. I don't understand. They're just like they're, they should be playing every team like like they're the best team in the whole league. I don't know why they're playing down right now, but like they should be up by like twenty, and they're not. So they better win this game, or I'm gonna be very upset. So not a good game uh, turnover wise, but yeah, it was. I don't understand why they're losing. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan is leading the scoring for the Bulls with 22 points. He also has eight rebounds, zero assists. Um, Vooch has 17 with seven rebounds, four assists. Andre Drummond off the bench, 14 boards, seven assists, and a rebound. For the Grizzlies, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., um, with their only starting five players to be playing in this game, is leading the scoring with 23 points, four assists. Um, and then off the bench, Gigi Jackson. Uh, never heard of this man in my life. He actually is he a 19-year-old, and... He's got 19 points Yeah, he, off the bench. He's really, he's 19 years old. He's really good. He scored like 20 against the Warriors. So... We'll see. We'll let you know how this game finishes for the Chicago Bulls. But we'll, let's get into the trade, the disappointing trade deadline today. Yes. Um, Bulls yet again. Zero trade. Zero trade. They haven't traded a player deadline. since August of 2021. It has been almost three years. Yeah. Since they've traded a single basketball human being. Which is just wild. For it me. is very crazy. That is insane. It's and it's insane. I don't get why. They're doing what they're doing. Currently. I don't get it either. I guess they have a different image of what they're seeing future-wise. With Lonzo Ball possibly coming back, they also are commenting. AK was commenting that they think they can win with Zach Levine, which you know it's not a bad opinion, but I, I don't know about that one. Yeah, he Zach Levine has had a very personal successful career with the Bulls. Yeah, personally, he's had a very good career. Yeah, for the team, it's been very bad. And I mean, you were mentioning what AK was saying about winning with, with Zach. I mean, he's also saying that they want to remain competitive, yeah, and that they want to stay competitive with this team. And let's let's look right now what where they are in the standings. I think they're they're ninth in the East, right? Yeah, no, twenty four and twenty seven. Right, and the Orlando Magic are. Four games above them, Miami Heat's above them, Pacers, 76ers, Knicks, Bucks, Cavs, and the Celtics. Yeah. I mean, the the Bulls can't compete with any of them. They well, really can't. Well, yeah. Ryan, they're 24 and 27. Yeah, but like, They're losing this game right now to the Memphis Grizzlies. They're tied right now. Well, you get my point. Yeah. This... You had this last year, too, where 
you didn't make a move. You you're staying pat and staying consistent. And they basically have the same record they did last year this year. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's almost the exact same it was at this point last year. And it's it's the same thing over and over and over again where they just want to make the play in. And I don't see how that's competitive staying competitive in the league. Being yeah. ninth place in the East. I, I just think they don't want to go back into the rebuild mode like they've been in for so long after the D Rose era and all that. Like, it's terrible. But, no, I think the most disappointing part of this trade line is not trading DeRozan. I mean, I guess if they extend him, which I don't think they should, I guess. But, like, you should have traded him right now and got something for him and just, you know, at least trade DeRozan. But they didn't, and that's disappointing. I mean, it's it's. I think it's Jerry Reinsdorf just, you know, not wanting to make a move, make AK, a move, AK is also or or spend money, because Jerry's had both, and we'll get into the White Sox uh, a little bit here too. Jerry has owned the White Sox since 1981. I believe he's owned the Bulls since 1985. Wow. And they haven't won a championship, either one of those teams, since 2005. That's a long time. And the Bulls haven't won anything since 98. Yeah. And I mean, okay, let's be real here. Injuries play a decent part in Bulls winning-wise. One, Derrick Rose. Two, Lonzo Ball. So. Well, they're not like it's not like they're the only team that's getting injured. I mean, the 76ers are without Joel Embiid for the next month. And they're out here making a trade for – it was Buddy Heald today, correct? Yeah. And they're out trying to get better and make moves to get better. What are the Bulls doing? Nothing. To supplement their injuries. Literally nothing. They haven't made a trade with four players since 21. And they haven't made a trade on the deadline for the last three years. And they haven't really done anything competitively – in that time span. Yeah. So what what are we doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, this is a if. I'm saying if Zach Levine was healthy, I'm fine with this team right now. If Zach Levine was healthy. Well, that's what, that's what Vooch is saying, too. He said they were fine with what they had. Look, if, you, if, you, if this team plays with their full potential with Zach Levine healthy and, like, they play what they're supposed to play, they can win a playoff series. Like, I... I you look at the record, I don't care what the record says. They can win a playoff series. I think they could be anyone in the first round besides the Celtics. As a nine seed, they would if they got into this I know, that's they the would play part. the Celtics. Probably. So oh. I don't see how they compete with the Celtics. Well they get playoff games and I don't see how they would be able to compete with the seventy sixers with Joel and B. Hey, the Heat the Heat beat the Bucks last year as an eight seed, so you never know. You never know. The Wolves can pull it out. I just, I don't, this team has no direction. Yeah, it no, has, it has really no direction. It has no real valuable assets to trade anyway. Yeah. Like, it's in, it's going nowhere. It's And if you want to stay pat for the next three years and make a 9 or a 10 seed or, you know, try to host a playing game with an 8 or 7. Stay pat? What do you mean? Do you mean stay put? Yeah, like stay pat, stay put. Same, it's the same thing. No, it's is it really? Yes, I've never heard that word in my life. You ever heard of stay pat? Nope. How? 
I don't know. I just never heard of it. Why are okay. you judging me, man? It's life's life. Jeez. <laughs> God. Um, but, yeah, I don't – this team has no real direction. It really doesn't. If you if you can – tell me what direction this team has. What hope this team has for the future. Uh, Well, their hope next year. And don't say, like, Lonzo Ball or Zach – Okay, well, that's, no, you can't just say not that they're part of the team. They're part of the team. You can't just Lonzo not. hasn't played in two years. Okay, he's going to come back next year, though. How do you know? Because he has nowhere near. He's been practicing. Did you see the video? He's been shooting around. And he's been doing dribble moves and stuff. He was doing dribble moves a year ago and saw his He play. has zero knee pain, though. Zero knee pain. Anyways, they're thinking, you know, Zach Levine comes back next year. Lonzo Ball comes back next year. You got, you got, the, you got the original 21 team back, right? I think that team could do something. If you re-sign Demar, if you re- if you that's the thing. If you re-sign Demar, I think don't re-sign Demar and get someone else. Get another star, not another star, but get another. another you play. think they're gonna go out and try to sign another star? I, with the yeah, which I mean, yeah. Um, I think they are because they're not trying to rebuild. So why would they not want to do that? I don't know, because Jerry Reinsdorf doesn't spend money on stars. He spent the money on Lonzo. He spent the money on Demar. He spent the money on Vucha a little bit and Levine. What what were those four years? Eighty mil for Lonzo. Levine got the max. Um, well, yeah, Levine. I see. I see Levine, but that also like kind of works to my point where Levine is making you know forty three mil a year, and he's been ever since that contract. Pretty not great. Demar is making twenty seven, and then your next highest is Lonzo Ball, who hasn't played in three years at twenty. And then Vooch is also making twenty. Like he doesn't spend money on players. Like Zach Levine, as you're making forty three million a year, like and then getting hurt and not performing to what he was before the extension, just kind of goes to my point where. Jerry's not going to want to spend money on – he doesn't spend money on stars. He just doesn't. He he builds his teams through the draft, and then when, you know, their contract expires and they're up for a big contract, he just lets them – he either trades them or lets them walk to free agency. He does, he does it with the Bulls. He does it with the White Sox. Yeah. Like, he's just a – he's honest – he's a bad owner. He's one, like – He's had these teams for 40-plus years, and he hasn't won anything for most likely 20 years. And with the Bulls, like 30 years. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, I really don't know what, what direction this team is going to – I don't know what they're going to do next year. I don't know where DeMar is going to go. I don't know. They might just change. I don't know what they're going to do. They might just fire AK. No, well, actually, no, they'll, they'll – if they have a good, if he has a good relationship with AK, he won't fire him. But AK has been disappointing. Obviously, when he first came here, you know, brought in Vooch, brought in Demar, brought in Lonzo. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Look, that team was really good too, and it sucks that Lonzo got injured because that team probably would have made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's, they were our one seed. They were really, really good. The finishing five of Lonzo, Crusoe, Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch was probably one of the best in the whole league. It was. I, I don't care what anyone says. Um, people at home, not going to say who, are disagreeing with me right now. But uh, I don't care 
So there you go. But no, they they have the number one seed, obviously. But like, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. I think they're just gonna keep the same team, and then they're gonna do as much as they can, sign Demar, and just compete. Or as Vooch says, we have enough. So. Yeah, that that whole thing, Vooch saying they have enough. I I get what yeah. he's trying to say. And then AK said there wasn't anything out there, so. Which I completely disagree with. I feel like there was stuff out there you could have done. I com- yeah, I mean, I completely disagree with their stuff out there. There's there's draft picks probably out there. I mean, you they. Uh, Pacers got three second round picks for Buddy Heald, and like two players. Yeah, and Buddy Heald is averaging more than fourteen points a game. Pretty good three point shooter. Yeah. Like if you, and I know a lot of people aren't gonna like this, but Caruso would probably be a big trade asset. No, no, he's yeah. very he's very cheap. You could probably get honestly, you could probably get a first out of Caruso. Yeah, no one wanted to give up two firsts or a first. I don't understand why, because he's worth that. He's a defensive player of the year kind of caliber player. You get him on your team, he make he, he gets you to that next level to like, hey, we're on the brink of a championship. Now we're a championship team if we trade for Alex Caruso. And I don't understand that. No one wanted to give up picks. That's on them. Um, but you, if you want Caruso, you got to give something valuable up. That's how it works. But no one wanted to do it, apparently. And real quick, Ryan, I got some breaking news for you. Stop. Don't say anything. Offensive player of the year has been announced. Christian McCaffrey okay. um, becomes the first running back to an offensive player of the year since 2014. Adrian Peterson. No. No. <laughs> uh, D'Amico Murray. And Derrick Henry are the other two. So, Christian McCaffrey wins Offensive Player of the Year. Um, I think I kind of said, I'm pretty sure I predicted that last week. Uh, He's just so valuable to that team. It kind of also makes me think that Brock Purdy isn't going to win MVP now. Um, Why? I I didn't think he was going to win it anyway. Why do you think he's not going to win it? Because I just don't, he's just not good. Okay. Uh, you didn't think Kevin Stefanski was one coach of the year? I completely disagree with that too. So, so but we'll see. Uh, come on, I swear to God. It's now nine ten. We're gonna take a quick ten minute break. We'll be back at nine twenty. You're listening to WRSE eighty eight point seven. Okay, bye. And welcome back, Elmhurst, to WRSE eighty eight point seven. You're listening to J Sports Radio. Uh, I'm Dawson here with my co-host Ryan, and we got some more breaking news for you tonight. The uh, class of Hall of Famers has been announced. Um, first going off, Randy Gratishar, linebacker for Denver, um, two-time All-Pro in 1978, AP Defensive Player of the Year. Um, Steve McMichael, defensive tackle for New England, Chicago, and Green Bay. Two-time All-Pro, 95 career sacks, um, Hall of Famer for the Chicago Bears. Uh, Next up is Patrick Willis. Uh, I lost it. Hold on. Uh Uh-oh, he messed up, guys. Nope, I found it. Patrick Willis, uh, five-time Hall Pro for the San Francisco 49ers, Hall of Fame All-2010s team, and 950 tackles. Julius Peppers, defensive end for Carolina, Chicago, and Green Bay. 
three-time All-Pro, Hall of Famer, All-2000s team, and All-2010 team, 195.5 career sacks. Um, Dwight Freeney, edge rusher for Indianapolis, San Diego, Arizona, Atlanta, Seattle, and Detroit. Three-time All-Pro, Hall of Famer, All-2000s uh, team, 125 career sacks. And next up, Andre Johnson, wide receiver for Houston, Indianapolis, and Tennessee. Two-time All-Pro, 1,062 career catches, 14,185 career receiving yards. And last but not least, Devin Hester. Yes, sir. Wide receiver, kick returner, punt returner for Chicago, Atlanta, Baltimore, and Seattle. Three-time All-Pro. Hall of Famer, all 20, uh, 2000s team and 2010s team, and he had 20 career return touchdowns, um, most famously in the 2005 Super Bowl. Seven. 2007. Six. six 2006. 2005-2006 season Super Bowl, returning the— It was the, actually 2007. Returning the uh, opening the kickoff Prince sang for Super Bowl. the touchdown. Why are you got to be the way you are? 2007. Why are you to be the way you are? Who sang that Super Bowl, Dawson Prince? I have no idea. It was Prince. It was one of the most famous Super Bowl performances of all time. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. He passed away, unfortunately. R.I.P. Prince. Fuck. Next topic. Uh, Currently, the Bulls are beating the Memphis Grizzlies. They're going to get that W. 114-108 with 15 seconds left. Um, Looking like they're going to win. I mean, good, great, fantastic. You're 25 and 27. So, good job. Also, breaking news angriest run of the year has gone to Najee Harris. I don't care about that award. Angriest run. That's awesome. Great. Cool. Wonderful. Um, Last weekend, the White Sox made two trades. Um, Very interesting trades going into this year. Um, traded for Dominic Fletcher um, from the Arizona Diamondbacks for pitching prospect Christian Mena. Uh, they also traded uh, presumed closer and closer lined up for this year, White Sox Gregory Santos for Seattle's Greg Deloach and Prelander yes. Baroa. Gregory um, Santos famously known for giving up that 3-1 walk-off homer to Christopher Morrell at Wrigley Field. Um, I forgot what day it was, but... Yeah, he's famous for that. Uh, I wrote a blog about it. You can uh, look it up at wellscreek.substack.com to read it. Um, I kind of went over both of the trades, but I'll read a little bit for you of what you know the trades were. Um, San- Gregory Santos, 24, um, going into his 25-year uh, season, um, was traded to the White Sox in December 2022. Um Last year was his his first real full year mm-hmm. in the minor or in the majors. He did make 60 appearances out of the bullpen for the Sox, pitching 66 point and a third innings um, with a 3.39 ERA and 66 strikeouts. Um, like I said, was lined up to be our closer. Very very good, um, you know, relief pitcher for the Sox. Was yeah, one was. of our was one of our best relief pitchers, and like I said. It, it was lined up to be the closer. So it, it now leaves a a huge question mark 
um, for the White Sox in terms of their bullpen. Nobody, nobody is expecting the Sox to do well this year. Who's going to be their um, closer? I'm getting to that. Give me, give me a few minutes. You know, could be me. Okay. Um, Let's be nobody real. expects the White Sox to really do anything this year. So they the should closer- have a tryout. They should have a tryout. Let's be real here. Why not? Seriously, how worse can it get? You're gonna if you pitch in the majors, you'll have an infinite URA. How do you know? I can locate. Um, so newly acquired free agent John Brebia could potentially take the majority of the save opportunities. Uh-oh. Um or That's huge. You know, Pedro Gafal could just go to closer by committee and kind of just go to the hot hand and throw whoever you know, I was pitching good that week into the closer spot. Probably a guy from left field. They're going to pull him. Like, Honestly, it probably will be. Um, the two acquired players, Deloach and Baroa, are, you know. Who? Zach Deloach and Prelander Baroa. Who? I'm getting to that. Who are these people? I will tell you who oh, they are. They're going to be everyday starters anyway. No, they won't. Um, both have been untested in the majors. Um, Baroa made his debut last year, only pitched an inning in two-thirds for the Mariners. Um, had three strikeouts and three walks with Whoa. no earned runs. Nice. Uh, last year in double A for the Mariners, he did pitch 65 innings with 101 strikeouts. Um, his case per nine is very impressive, averaging 13.6 over the last two years in the minors. Deloach has yet to make it to the MLB. Um, he posted good numbers in triple A last year, hitting 283 with a 868 OPS. And also hitting 23 home runs. Okay. Um, he's going to help a lot with the outfield depth. Um, prospect Oscar Colas is also going to be probably start the minor uh, the year in the minors. Yeah. Um, but both of those guys have opportunities to win a starting outfield job in right field um, to start the season. So we'll see. I feel like Deloach, Deloach and Baroa will probably make it to the big leagues this year um and just provide depth baroa will probably come out of the bullpen um but he did he did start a couple games in the minors so we'll see what they do there but i mean this this rotation for the Sox is is very crowded at the moment with reports of garrett crochet um being being queued up as a starter um We'll see. We'll see what the rotation really looks like. But the other trade that went down was, like I said, uh, Dominic Fletcher for Christian Mena. Uh, Mena, a 20-year-old pitching prospect, was the White Sox ninth overall prospect, according to Fangraphs. Uh, Mena never made it to the majors. Um, You know, never really became... A good prospect always had four or five VRA in the minors. That's not good. So I feel like they were kind of just getting tired of him and dumped them off. Mm. Um, Fletcher appeared in 28 games last year with the Diamondbacks. He hit 301 average with an OPS of 791. Okay. So he's looking like the opening day starter, uh, especially in right field. So, I mean, these two moves really add white field, uh, outfield depth. Uh, for the White Sox, which they've been lacking. I mean, they've been starting Andrew Vaughn and uh, Gavin Sheets in right field the last couple of years. So they actually finally have actual outfielders in the outfield. That's crazy, right? So, I, I mean, decent decent ads for Chris Getz, new GM, um, to actually, you know, 
Respond. Who hired that guy? Seriously, who? Seriously, who, Chris Getz. I mean, come on, a former player who knows absolutely nothing has never had that position in his entire life. He was a youth development. He's the was the head of youth development. Okay, for to the be Sox. a GM, come on now, what are we doing? That happens all the time. I don't know about that. Youth development. He's a former scout. I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like I it. I mean, I don't hate these moves. It's for young depth pieces that you know, you hope will be with the team when. The Sox become competitive again. If? Come on. Dude, I honestly don't know when you're ever going to be good again. Hey. Well, let's get into that. Um, Never. New stadium for the White Sox. Live when they get good again. Ren- the renders for the official new stadium have yeah, come out. Yeah, you worry about a stadium before listen, being good. Listen, listen to what cool. the point the I'm about to make. Cool, the view's pretty. We won 60 games this year. Listen to the point I'm about to make. Oh, my God. There's 5,000 people in our new stadium. Yay. Like, no one cares, dude. Be good first. Like, God. So, the new stadium, uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit already. Um, They're going to develop a whole uh, complex and, you know, retail sector and um, residential buildings and just have a Sox, you know, area in Mm. the city to attract a lot of tourism. And it's, it's been off the Braves model with what they did with their new park. Yeah. Um, there's a stat this year, uh, 3 million people went to Braves games, 10 million actually visited the area around it. Okay. The Braves are good. I, that's what I'm getting to, but you can use the revenue from this new, you know, presumed new stadium and new, uh, no one's going to park and build your, who's going to go. It's going to be in the heart of downtown. Yeah, a but brand like, new stadium. Yeah, okay, give people it a year. People are going to go. Yeah, for like a year, and they're going to be like, well, never mind. People will go. People go to Sox now. This not feel the dreams. They will come. People people will come to the stadium. <laughs> it's it's going to be easier to get yeah, to than it's Wrigley. New. It's going to be easier to get to than Wrigley. Yeah, a lot of people just can go to Wrigley. A lot of people go to Wrigley, then leave. The whole idea of this is that people... It's to go come, and watch good baseball. That's people go will to come to watch baseball or to not watch baseball. Well, it's good baseball, though, when you go People to will come to watch baseball or not watch baseball. No, That's it's to watch point. good baseball. You go to Wrigley to watch good baseball and competitive baseball, and teams actually do something. Unlike the White Sox. Uh-huh, and your projections are for 500 this year, so I don't want to Okay, what it. are your projections? What, I don't care about what our projections... wins? I don't care about our projections. Okay, we're we're projections rebuilding ne- again. Look, we're, we're rebuilding g- again. We're You're projected f- to not win more than 81 games. You know, our rebuild lasted like two years. That's crazy. I know, you should Congrats. try it out. You should try it out for once. Congrats. You should try it out for once. Uh-huh, have you won anything since 2016? No. Oh my God! So why since 2005? That's not the point. I was we're making. going in the right direction, though. I'm going to tell you, we're going to the World Series in the next two or three years. No, you're not. Yes, we will. No, you won't. Yes, we will. No, you won't. Yes, we not will. Not with the Dodgers mm, and the Braves. I don't care. The, the Dodgers are going to be on the NLDS. I don't care. You're yeah. They'll lose to the Braves, who will then go to the World Series. Oh, uh, the Phillies always beat the Braves. Okay, then the Phillies will go to the World Series. No, the, the Phillies have been to a more NLC champion or NLCS is than the Cubs in the last you know six years. Wow. So it's like they've been rebuilding since 2008, and they finally did it after like 12 years. Wow, that's crazy, right? Yeah. So what you're saying is that it's pretty you know you can rebuild after 12 years, right? No, you've been rebuilding for God knows how long. You've been rebuilding 20s. your whole, you've been rebuilding your whole franchise. We haven't been rebuilding the last three years. I don't even count 2020 of you being okay. good. Or I don't even count 2021. I don't. That's Why? A, we made the playoffs. Fluke. That was a fluke year. Fl- 
the Diamondbacks made the World Series this year. Okay, because they, they they they're they're going in direction. They they sign free agents. They're probably gonna make it there. Close. In 2020 and 2021, the White Sox were going in that direction. Oh, they made the playoffs and then had a, a terrible 2022. Yeah, because 2021 was a fluke. You're right. It was a fluke. You're right. It wasn't real. It was real. It was not real. They made the playoffs. Wow, they made the playoffs. And that's you didn't it. even make the playoffs last year, and you're saying you're going to win the World Series in the next two years. Next two or three years, yeah. You haven't made the playoffs in four years. Oh, we're on the brink of making the playoffs. If you don't want to talk about 2020, you made the. that was the last time the Cubs made the playoffs. I don't even count 2020 as a year for baseball at all. Even if the Cubs won anything that year, I wouldn't even count it. Okay. Then don't say you're going in a direction. We're going in the dude, we're about to we're about to make the playoffs next year. We're gonna win the division. I don't you care. You have the same projected wins that I don't you care have what projections year. say. Wh- how have you gotten better? What do you mean how have we gotten better? How have you honest other than bullpen and starting pitching, That's your a, offense we, has gotten worse. We're gonna get Cody back. Doesn't seem like it. I promise you we will. Doesn't seem like this it. This team is good. They just Dave. How is it good? Explain how is it good. I want you to explain how it's good. Don't just tell me how is it good. They're pitching. Great. You got Hendricks. You got Steele. You got the guy we just signed from Japan. You got Assad. You got... I'm forgetting the rest of the bullpen. Or the best of the starting rotation. You add to the bullpen. You got Hector Neris. All right? You got got a three-headed monster of Mayweather, Neris, and Alzoi to finish out that bullpen. It's a, that's a three, all right? That's amazing. That's, that's basically what you need. And you need, like... Mariners have a better bullpen. I don't... No, they don't. Andres Munoz. Okay. Gregory Santos. And uh, Matt Brash. Matt Brash. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That that bullpen is better than the one you just named. Yeah. That, bottom three. The Houston Anyways, Astros have a going back three. to my point. Um, lineup. Best best middle infield of all of baseball. Phillies. No. No. Trey Turner, uh, Bryson Stott. I think it's Diane Swanson, Swanson, Nico Horner. You got to look up some stupid thing. I don't want to hear it. Live, I don't No, 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 no. I don't care. Best, best defensive middle infield of all of baseball. Defense wins championships. There you go. Oh, look at their war. Oh. Yes, because war is a very good uh, stat. Whatever. To track how good a player is. It's wins above replacement. It's how many wins you get for the team. War is like one of the better stats you can actually look at to see how good a player is. Oh my god. What? Joe Flacco won comeback player of the year. Good. 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 He didn't go to DeMar Hamlin. Good. Good. Wow. That's crazy. That is insane. I, I'm glad I actually am. Because we were talking about that last week. Um, how really DeMar didn't even play. Why should he win Rookie of the Year? I think it should have been Baker Mayfield. What? The dude is going to... He led the team that wasn't supposed to do anything into the playoffs. I won a playoff game. You thought it was going to be Baker Mayfield. I wish it was. That's insane. You're insane. Okay. <laughs> Good. Are you still looking up? Hurry up, dude. Jesus. I am. Just take you know, it takes me a little bit to Anyways, I'm just going back. Then you got the outfield, which when Cody comes back, right? You got Ian Happ, Cody Bellinger, and Seiya Suzuki. Dogs. Dogs. And you got PCA out there, right? 
dogs. And then you got the corners, which is probably is probably the weakest part. Um, it's probably gonna be if we sign Matt Chapman, possibly Matt Chapman, and then Cody could play first sometimes. Um, I don't really don't know who our first baseman's gonna be, but we'll figure it out. But you got Nick, Nick Madrigal off the bench, Wisdom off the bench, and you got um, Jan Gomes behind the plate. Great catcher, awesome catcher, great veteran guy, clutch. I think was probably one of or the most clutchest player in the whole league last year when it came to a thousand miss stat. So the team will win the division and we'll make the playoffs and we'll win the playoff series. I might just go with NLCS. I mean, seriously. That's wild. That is, don't care. That's why you think this team's going to go to the NLCS. I don't care. I think it will. With, with really nothing added. Like, you haven't really added anything other than the pitching. Like, and sure, it's the pitching is better than it was last year. For sure. And I still, I, I agree with you. I think they will have a better season and a better couple seasons than, um, than the White Sox. Sure. But I don't think you're going to win a World Series in the next two years. Two or three. That's, No. Yep. No. Yep. That's actually crazy. Is it crazy? Yes. How crazy is it, Dawson? On a scale of one to crazy. What? What? What are you on? Is a square even a shape? I don't know. Wait, did you say is a square <laughs> okay. shape? I'm getting a little crazy here. You just said is a square. You're asking if me is a square shape. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, we're going to take a quick 10-minute break. When we come back, we're going to finish with the MLB Pickle and Immaculate Grid. Um, Dawson has today. horrible takes. We all know this. And goodbye. Welcome back to J Sports Radio on WRC 88.7. I'm Dawson here with my co-host Ryan for the last 10 minutes of the show. Hi, we got some breaking. Some sad, sad news. No, some good news. Some, some very breaking sad news. news. Some horrible news. Um, for the second time in his NFL career, Lamar Jackson has won NFL MVP. Um, he was the favorite. Most people expected it. Not Brock Purdy to win, but Lamar has cool. won we'll NFL one bad game then... MVP. Um, we're going to move on to the M MLB pickle for today. And I do have some a correction that I need to be made. In terms of war, uh, it seems like Dansby Swanson and Nico Horner are the best middle yep. infielders. I was right. In I was right. Ryan was right. Ryan was right. Because they both have better <clears throat> war, too. Each player has better war. Tanzby has better war than Turner and Scott. I mean, uh, Horner has better war than Stott. Um, so I was right. I think there are better shortstop and a better second baseman. I think Mookie is a probably a better second baseman, and I think Corey Seager is a better second or better shortstop. But together, I think those two are one of the best duos in the league. Um, and just because of that, for our first guess on the MLB pickle. We're going to guess Nico Horner. We're going to guess Nico Horner. Um, so we got – he is a – the player for today is batting right and can throw right. Um, he is not from the U.S., does not play second base. Uh, he's either in the AL or an AL Central or NL. Um, what do you want to guess next? Um, Tatis. I'm I want to guess sure, Tatis. Throw it out there. 
Oh, okay. So NL East, NL East right, righty, and he's Dominican. NL East righty. Oh my God, what's the East again? Jesus, it's the Phillies, the Braves, Phillies, Braves, Braves Marlins, Mets. Marlins, Nats, Nats. Um, CJ Abrams. No, he's not. Dem- CJ Abrams. He's not with the Nats, isn't he? The CJ, no, the yeah, CJ Abrams is with. Yeah, the, he's with the Nats, but he bats lefty. Yeah. He's also, uh, he's also. I think he's young, because twenty five. You know, two years lower than twenty five, or any where like he's probably twenty three, twenty four. I know East. Jazz Chisholm. He's a lefty. He I like lefty. that shout though. I like yeah. that shout. Um, Jorge Sol. No. What's that catcher's name? Um, Francisco Alvarez from the Mets? No, he's not in the Mets anymore. Is he? Uh, he had him, I saw him. young catcher? Oh! oh for my the Mets. Isn't it friend? It's Alvarez. I can't remember what his first name is. Yeah, Francisco Alvarez. Oh, he's Venezuelan, though. But Okay, not Mets. He's not a catcher. Not a catcher. But I know East is right. Pitch, uh, pitchers, maybe pitchers. Sandy, Sandy Alcantara, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's Dominican. Yeah. Oh, he's 28 though, and he's not a starting pitcher. Jeez. Ah. Uh, and not in Miami. So Phillies, Braves. Phillies, Braves, Nats. Phillies, Braves. Nah. I'm trying to think. Like, who's on that Braves? Is Michael Harris a switch hitter? I don't think he's Dominican. I don't know. Might as well just try. Michael. Harris. Uh, no. He's, he's, yeah, he's lefty, too. It's U.S. Saiyan. He, that's why I said he's not Dominican. U.S. Saiyan. Yeah? <laughs> um, five more guesses. And I have no idea. Um, I'm like trying to think who was on that WBC Dominican team. I have like no idea. So what are the teams? Uh, Braves... Nats, uh, Braves, Nats, Phillies. Braves, Nats, and Phillies. Bats righty, throws righty is Dominican. He's probably 23 or 24. Phillies. Sir Anthony Dominguez. Dominguez, Dominguez, you know what I'm talking about. They call him Sir Anthony. Yeah, I know. Anthony Dominguez. Maybe he's a free agent. No. Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, he's 29. I'll, th- I'll shoot. Yeah, Phillies. Hey! Phillies. And is not a pitcher. Okay, we got the Phillies, though. So, position the- player on the Phillies. Dominican, young Dominican position player on the Phillies. Rojas, it's Jose oh, Rojas. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Woo! 
Let's good. see. Hold on. Come on now. Johan Rojas? Yep. Yes. Good work. Yep, he got he got Johan Rojas. That's that's some that's, that's some how work. you do it, Sean. That's how you guess the player without looking it up. Yeah, Sean. Is he listening? I have no idea. I don't know. He's probably not. He's probably like sitting in bed. <laughs> Let's go. All righty. He was a great player for them in the playoffs. He made that one catch, right? He did. In that's center why field. I know yeah. who he is. I, I was gonna get there. I was gonna get there. Give me a couple more minutes. Because there's a lot of guys on that team that are not. From the Dominican, so that is true. I was like, it can't. Once we got Dominican, once we like narrowed the team down, yeah. I think I was gonna get it like for sure. That's a good call. That was good. Um, but to wrap up your final score for the Chicago Bulls, one eighteen, one ten. Demar put up t uh, thirty points on eight rebounds. Vooch put up twenty uh, and ten rebounds. He had a double double. Kobe with twenty points, eight assists, six rebounds. Um, and Andre Drummond also putting up a double-double with 21 points and 13 rebounds off the bench. And then Cam Hayward has won Walter Payton Man of the Year. Alrighty, so that know. that's going to do it for our show this evening. Thank you for listening to J Sports Radio. We'll be back with you next week. Okay, bye, guys. F follow us on Sorry. Instagram and Spotify at J Sports Radio. Uh, uh, if you couldn't listen to the full episode tonight, follow us over on Spotify, and you can go back and listen. And follow us on Instagram for any show updates and show graphics that we might post. Yeah. Um, thank you, guys. Have a good night. Okay, love you. Bye.